Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what do you do when you move into a new home only to discover bloodstains all over the floors? Creepy situation. That's today on Real Ghost Stories Online. Stories online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855 853 4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. And it is 855 853 4802 is our phone number here. To call in and share your real ghost story with us at Real Ghost Stories Online. You can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Uh, and if you really like the show, you want to support it, keep us on the air, become an extra podcast person, as we call it, EPP. You sign up to do that over at uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Both platforms have all the same content there. Just a matter of what you prefer. Patreon, a great platform. Uh, and a great app there that you can use for uh, downloading everything if you're on mobile. I kind of suggest that, but it's it's up to you. Uh, and uh, help keep us on the air. And uh, you get uh, all the bonus content. You get advanced episodes of the show. You get our ebook, our audio book, uh, just loads of stuff. Even sign up for an annual membership. When you do that, you get one month free too. So ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. It's uh, Tony and Harper joining you for the weekend edition of Real Ghost Stories Online. And how are you? Doing great. Yeah. Anything exciting in your world this uh, this last week since you've been on the air? Well, six more months of school and Halloween. Yeah, that's, uh, well, the, we're airing this. Uh, yes, you're right. Halloween is coming up because this airs this weekend. So one more week until Halloween on the day that this airs. So kind of cool. Seven days, countdown. And uh, I'm excited about Halloween night. I'm excited for our party. Yeah, we're going to be on the air on Facebook uh, doing real ghost stories online, sharing our own ghost stories, having you guys share your ghost stories. 
Um, it should be a fun night. So. And there will be no booze. Yes, and so it'll be a fun time uh, by all. So we invite you to join us on our Facebook page. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and uh, then uh, tune in to our page on Halloween night. About 8 o'clock uh, is when we're planning on starting that. And uh, should be fun. We'll do it for like an hour or so, maybe a little bit longer, depending on how everything's going. Uh, but uh, be a fun way to celebrate Halloween together uh, with everything being so different this year. Uh, if you're not trick-or-treating and everything, we're not trick-or-treating. Um, we're just going to go buy bags of candy and feed our children. It's, uh, they'll be hyped up on uh, on sugar. So Yeah. That'll be great. Uh, so join us, uh, shall you? Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our first uh, letter of the day. It says it was 1969. And my husband and I had just come back from our honeymoon to our new apartment in the Bronx in New York City. I worked in Manhattan at night, so I had to spend my first night alone in our new apartment. I did not feel alone because we had a cat, a fish tank, and a small parrot. I watched TV on our new couch until I got tired. I covered the parrot and uh, turned off the TV and went to bed. I was sound asleep but was taken by the parrot talking. I thought maybe the cover fell off, but I stayed in bed hoping he would calm down since the room was dark. Then I heard the stereo go on, and that seemed funny because I had not had that on since I'd been watching TV before going to bed. Then my cat, which was sleeping on the bed next to me, jumped off the bed and hid under the bed and was hissing. That's when I thought someone was in our apartment, and I got scared. I wiggled over to the far side of the bed, thinking if someone appeared to be in the doorway, that I'd slide off the edge of the bed and hide under the bed with the cat. I stared at the door, as the cat hissed and growled louder and felt the presence but could not see anyone. The room got very cold and I pulled the blanket up to my eyes but still did not see anyone. However, I saw the edge of our bed go down as if someone was sitting on the bed. I watched but could not move as the depression on the bed rolled close to me. I felt a heavy weight on me and could hardly breathe. Then the weight lifted and something grabbed my ankles and started pulling me off the end of the bed. By the time I was crying and the only thing I could think of was to pray. I prayed harder than I ever did in my life and said every prayer I knew. All at once everything stopped, but I continued to pray until my cat came up to snuggle with me and she started purring. My husband came home at about 3 a.m. and I was still awake and told him the story of what happened to me. He vowed never to work the night shift nor to leave me alone at night ever again. So nothing ever happened to me again. My husband said it was just a bad dream, but it felt so real to me. A few days later, I happened to meet the girl who lived next door with her parents, and she asked me how we liked our apartment. I told her what happened to me that first night, and she asked me if I knew what the stains on our floor were. We were simply told that management tried to get the stains out of the floor but could not and that's why we got a discount on our rent she then told me that no one on that floor wanted to tell us but the man who used to live in our apartment had died and it was several days before anyone found him everyone complained about the odor and cockroaches everywhere before the management went in and discovered him when they put him in the body bag his blood vessels burst and that stain on our floor was his blood she was sure that he had come back to haunt me I thanked her for telling me, but now that I know what happened, I was not scared anymore. I only felt sorry for the man. Well, that's kind of creepy that the man was, well, dragging her off the bed. 
It is. And I, 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 without knowing anything about the personality of that individual, I don't know that it's easy to say that it for sure was the man that was causing that. Because, I mean, it, it, it seems kind of like a, you know, not so nice thing to do. It's kind of a darker, you know, scare somebody, pull them off a of bed. If you're just the guy who lived there and you were just a normal human being, that's not some sort of thing that you would be doing to other people. Yeah, I think there's more to the story that that men, than meets the eye. I agree. And uh, I, I know the easy assumption after or if you have a haunting is that whatever the haunting is must be the most recent person who died or something like that. But I don't think that's always the case. What I'm curious about is how the man died. It never really it told me that in the story. No, it, it didn't. They just found him there. And then, I, I mean, if someone's sitting there for a long period of time, yes, it, it could get bloody and, and uh, for lack of a better term, you know, kind of oozy, kind of gooey, because your your body, it starts to decompose and almost melt down, if you will. I mean, you've, you've we've been outside and we've come across dead animals that nothing has eaten yet. And, and slowly they, you know, your body just starts to break down back into the earth. Um, and if you're sitting in an apartment, that could start to have blood come out. But to the level at which it did, it makes you wonder how long he was sitting there. That could certainly be a possibility, but I do wonder how he died why he died, what were the circumstances, was there something else negative going on? Or could it have been a murder by something that snuck into the apartment? It could have been. I would like to know more about that. Yeah, so, I really want to know more too. It's hard to know exactly what that is. But honestly, my gut tells me it might not have been the man who, who died there. It might have been something that maybe was surrounding the man, some sort of negative energy or something. Or the or the thing that killed the man. Yeah, I, I, I'd be very curious. Thank you for sharing that story with us. Our phone number here is 855-853-4802 to share your real ghost stories with us. We'd love to hear them. Of course, you can also write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Let's go to a caller. Hi. Hey, uh, <clears throat> my name's Buddy. I got a story for you. Uh, first off, I've been listening to your show for a little while now really like it definitely going to keep following it keep uh keep up what you're doing okay so here's my story you often hear of ghost stories and things uh this one's a little different because it happened to me and it's interact interactive it isn't like most ghost stories where oh they see a ghost walking and and it's pretty straightforward um let me explain a little further when I was a kid, about 10 years old, I was playing in the sandbox outside my house. And this girl walked up about the same age and she sits down, starts talking and goofing around with me. And I don't know, we, we got a friendship going. And I remember a lot of details about her. Um, her I don't remember her last name, but I remember her name was uh, Christina. She liked being called Tina. Uh, her middle name was Catherine, which is kind of a play on words because I remember her telling me that she was uh, Christina Catherine and her mother was Catherine Christina, which is kind of funny. It's weird a person remembers such details. 
But anyways, for about a year, she would come to my house and play, and I never told my parents about her. They couldn't see her. You know, that's what makes this a ghost story. Um, At the time, I was going through some abuse, basically all kinds, some stuff with cousins. It wasn't very fun. And I remember when the cousin would come to the house, she would defend me. She would yell at yell at him, whatever. And he always complained that when she was near, he couldn't breathe. He's like, I don't know why, but I can't breathe. So that's interesting. But uh, ultimately, as time went on, eventually, eventually she ended up having to leave. But I remember she said she was waiting for her mother. She said her mother was going to die soon. And I remember her telling me that her she didn't she had lived with her aunts. In fact, she had lived on with her aunts at that property. I remember her telling me, pointing at my sandbox and saying, "Well, mine was over there." And it was at the corner of the house, supposedly where her sandbox was. She lived with her aunts. She said her mother was like really glamorous, but was more concerned about looking cute and going to parties. So therefore, her aunts raised her. And we talk and. Everything was really interactive, which is really interesting. You never hear that with ghost stories. Um, biggest thing I remember is she always said she couldn't go past the second tree on the edge of the property, which was always interesting to me because it was always really interesting to me just for the simple fact that at that time, we could go past that tree, what I thought was the second tree. It's really funny. Years later, when I went back to the property, I walked along that tree line. And I found a stump cut off right close to the ground of a much older tree that probably was the second tree at the edge of the property. Um, Tina ended up leaving um, one day. She was like, well, my, mo- my mom's going to pass on. I got to be there for her. And here's the wild thing. I mean, the whole thing's really wild, but this is really wild. She, uh, she had a ball underneath her arms, and we walked to the road in front of the house. And she threw the ball out in the road and chased after it. And I remember I remember her being hit by a green car, and she just disappeared. Um, before that, before she threw the ball out in the road, I remember her telling me that she would always do her best to look out for me, but she didn't know if she could ever come back, which is, again, really, really interesting. I grew up in a car family, and I remember even as a 10-year-old knowing that that car that hit her was an early 50s Chevy, green Chevy. So that was always really interesting. Her clothes were very much old style, very much 50 style. Uh, white shirt, turquoise trim. She wore brown shoes and a brown skirt. So anyway, so she left. Of course, never heard anything about it again. When I got older, I sincerely started to question it. It's like, is this something I made up in a troubled part of my life? with all the abuse. I mean, did I make that up? That's what most people would think. And I remember my mom was watching a ghost thing on TV oh, about five years ago. And she just randomly turns to me and she was like, was Tina real? And I looked at her because I never told her about her. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was like, the girl that used to come by all the time, you played with her all the time. 
And I'm like, I never told you about that. And she was like, no, but I heard you talking to her a lot. And to me, that was just really, really interesting how my mom knew about it. And I never once mentioned it to her. Coincidence? I don't know. Possibly. An interesting thing uh, about the town I grew up in is it's right on a ley line. And if you know anything about ley line, ley lines are a theory. There are lines, and the theory is there's a lot of supernatural stuff that occur along these lines, which is, I don't know, maybe coincidence. I don't know. To wrap this story up, here's the... Here's a really interesting thing. I mean, the whole story is interesting. But that all that happened when I was about 10. And then when I was about 22, I was hanging in a parking lot, leaning against the car with a bunch of friends. And I remember hearing a girl's voice about my age at the time. And she said, move. We got to move. And it was clear as can be. And the wild thing is I felt my collar get pulled really, really hard. And then I turned, I turned to the right because it's the right side of my collar that got pulled. And I was wondering what the heck that was. And I heard, heard the girl's voice again. We really got to move. And I felt my wrist being pulled, pulled back real sharply to my right. And I had no choice but to kind of run in the direction I'm being pulled. And out of the corner of my right eye, I could see it. Auburn hair. The same auburn hair I remembered from before. But the crazy thing is, is the voice and the height of this person was much more conducive to like a 20-year-old. So I don't know exactly what was up with that. But what happened a few seconds later still blows my mind. The car I was leaning against got T-boned. A guy I went to school with got high, blacked out, and I don't know, three to five seconds later after I got away from the car, he had went through three signs, hopped the curve, and smoked the car right right where I was standing. And the goofy thing about it is, without even thinking about it, I just re- re- reactively said, thank you, Tina. And I didn't even, like, the words came out of my lips, and I was like, that is, wow, okay. So, very interesting story. Very unusual. Um, I guess, you know, listen to it, decide what you think. I know the whole thing seemed real, and it's very unusual for a story to have so much detail and not be real but my final question is is if that was tina that came back one last time and she was she had aged closer to my age did she finally get the opportunity to grow up like she was denied when she was a kid being hit by that car just one of the many things i can't explain and if she did go up to heaven or wherever a person goes. She evidently was able to come back one last time. Hope you enjoyed the story. I know it's different and I know it's unique. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for the opportunity to tell it. All right, bye. 
Different and unique is not a bad thing on this show, so don't uh, be hesitant to share something that may not fall exactly in the lines of the stories that you've heard. What are your thoughts? Well, I think the ghost was just being protective. Mm-hmm. Almost like a guardian-type spirit? Yes. Like it's there, and it's it's going to be hanging out. And there's the, the theories that, you know... They can come and go. They're, maybe they're not always sitting there just like lurking, watching every move you make, which seems kind of uncomfortable because it's like, well, are they hanging out when I'm going to the bathroom too? Or are they like standing outside the door? You know, that I wonder about those things. Either way, it's so weird to stand outside the door. Even if you're dead. Yeah. You got to just give give people a little bit of space. But no, I mean, it makes you wonder about, um, you know, a protective spirit or somebody that, that sticks around and... and watches and, and tries to keep you safe and to me i mean I, I, my guess on this is that this was someone that you know cared about you and, and continued to watch over you for a good portion of your life and maybe there was a reason why she was there up until that day she knew that that was going to happen or something told her and said assigned her and said this is going to happen your role in this is to prevent uh you know anything negative from happening to the individual yeah, and it's also, I don't know why, but I think it's weird um, that this spirit actually aged. That is another interesting thing, uh, because we hear so many stories where the the spirit that people see sometimes, if it's like a grandparent or something, they see the ghost and it almost looks like them back in their 30s when they died when they were in their 80s, where they de-age. And then sometimes you hear this, where it's a child and then it comes back, as a full-grown woman. Um, so it makes you wonder like, about the aging process on the other side. Do you get to choose when you die of, okay, do you get to go back to your best self or do you get to fast forward to more of an adult self that you would have otherwise gone to had you continued to live? I don't know the answer to that question, but it, it seems to go both ways. In the story, when what it said was like when Tina was a kid, the parents... Could not see her, mm-hmm. but the, but they could hear him talking to Tina. Yes, and it's like, okay, did she die a while ago, or is she, or is she still alive? Because it's also weird how like, whenever Tina would be around and the cousin mm-hmm. would be bullying her, well, would be bullying him, and it's just like. And the cousin would be like, for some reason, I just cannot breathe. It, it, so Tina was gone, was not alive at the time of this, but seemed to have influence on the friends, on the cousins and such to make them back off. And that's did something to make breathing difficult to make the individuals back off from the person. So she was there fighting on behalf of this individual through most of their life. It's almost like they grew up together, but... In, in different time periods. Uh, in different dimensions. Yeah, in different dimensions. Can I just say you're quite an amazing co-host for being eight years old? Thank you. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going, yeah. Um, and I've heard that from many people too. Uh, so you're doing really good, kiddo. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our next caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Tony. And whoever's co-hosting today, um, I apologize greatly. This is Allie from Utah. 
Um, I was just telling a story about a dark entity that a family friend had to deal with. And my story was cut off short. So I'm going to try and summarize what I was saying and finish the story. So we have a very close group of family, family, of family friends that moved to a small town called Camas, a little bit outside of Salt Lake. And there was a very dark entity there um, that, unfortunately, they're very extremely sensitive. It's not medium. Little boy Jay could see and was very negatively affected by. So there was this one night where my family was staying over at their house and um, something happened to my mom. I don't know what it was. She doesn't like to talk about it. She only, I only remember going to sleep and getting shaken awake at three, four o'clock in the morning by my mom frantically saying, pack up your stuff, we are leaving. So from what I understand, she told us the story a long time ago. Um, but I guess she had gotten up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom went down the the hallway that the shadow man liked to hang out in, went to the bathroom, came back out of the bathroom, and he was standing in the hallway. From what she said, she got this feeling of him screaming at her to get out of his house. And I don't know if he did anything else. I just know that's what happened to her. And that's what she was willing to tell us. And I don't know how she did it, but she ended up coming back into the living room, shaking my dad awake, shaking me and my sister awake, saying, I don't care that it's three o'clock in the morning, that the roads are iced over. We are driving back home and leaving this house. So after that, I don't think we ever stayed at the house again. And all through us having the experiences, the our family, friends that were living in the house were having double, if not triple, the negative experiences. It was constantly Amy, the mom, and her husband fighting. Um, stuff constantly going wrong in the house. Um, there is a constant thing with electrical, like the lights wouldn't work. No matter how they rewired them, they would just never work. Especially in that hallway, it was like the light bulbs were always blowing out. They were always exploding. The lights would never work in that hallway. And poor Jay, he was the older of their boys and he was the more sensitive, almost medium-like of the boys, he would constantly see this shadow man in a hat in the hallway, and it scared him and his little brother to death. It was they sometimes, especially his little brother E, would oftentimes pee the bed because he could not go out in the hallway to the bathroom because the shadow man was there.
it happened to both of the boys where they would beg to stay the night in the living room so they didn't have to stay in their bedrooms that were connected to that hallway. The final straw for their mom, Amy, was there was one point of time where I think it was they were in E's room. Jay was sitting on the bed and he was talking to E, who had his back to his open closet. His closet had those like old, I want to say like 90s sliding doors that were wood and they just slid and the back of the closet shared a wall with the hallway that the shadow man inhabited most of the time. And I guess Jay was sitting on the bed talking and playing with his brother and E was standing in front of his open closet talking back to him facing Jay and I guess Jay saw the shadow man like just materialize through the wall and stand in the closet. And from what he describes as he kind of just lost um, all ability to speak, like he was scared speechless and he just stopped talking. He was staring at this thing standing behind his brother. And I guess what happened is he saw this dark entity reach out and grab his brother by the shoulder from behind. And of course, poor E, um, scared to death, feels this thing grab him and doesn't know what to do. He's just standing there frozen, scared. And finally, Jay screams for his mom and it lets E go and he runs to his brother crying and um, their mom, Amy, walks into the room and they told her what happened and what was going on and um, he was telling her that now his shoulder's, shoulder hurt, his shoulder hurts. She ended up having him take off his shirt to see like if there was anything on his shoulder um, if there was like a scratch or if he bumped into anything or whatnot but you could physically see bruises of a large man's hand on his shoulder where this thing had grabbed him of course like any mother um that was the last straw. No matter how much they were going to lose on the house, she packed up the kids and they left. They just left the house. And if I remember correctly, nobody stepped foot back into this house. Um, I do wish, I think several years ago it was demolished because it was such a hazardous building. Um, just in terms of electrical and um, construction-wise. I do wish I would have gone back and done research on the property or the history of it, but I don't think I have the resources to be able to do that. Um, I don't think the adults in our lives, their mom or my mom ever looked into what had happened on that property beforehand. 
Um, but in all honesty, I don't know. That's another of the big things is none of us know why he was there. All of us just knew that he was angry and wanted everybody out of his house. I don't know if it was a human entity that was just very possessive of his house or if it was something that was never human. That's one of the answers, one of the questions for me that have never been answered. And um, I feel very bad that our good friend Jay had to go through that experience. I think he's blocked it out of his mind and himself for a long time. I think that may have been the catalyst of him starting to push away his powers, I guess this is the best thing, his abilities to see and speak with these things. I think living in that house kind of turned on the switch for him of I'm not entirely sure I want to continue being able to speak with things like this. So that's my story. Hopefully you get both parts of it. If not, I can try calling in again and going as quickly as I possibly can. But I just wanted to get all of the parts of it down in as much detail and understanding that you walked into this house and it felt like you were immediately being attacked. And luckily, I've never been into another building or house that felt like that again. And I hope I never will. It's wonderful to talk to you guys. I love listening to podcasts. I'm now an EPP. So I'm constantly binging on past episodes. I love what you guys are doing. Thank you for giving everybody this opportunity to have our stories told. I hope you have a good rest of the day. Bye. What are your thoughts on that situation? That's kind of creepy. I don't think it was at all a human. Why is that? Because I don't think um, just a handprint on someone's shoulder can leave a giant bruise. Well, I mean... <laughs> If you are a living person and I were to come there and squeeze your shoulder and pull you my direction, um, that could certainly cause a bruise. But when you're a spirit or something, I think that would take quite a bit of energy. And I don't know that necessarily, unless it's a very dark energy, um, that it would do that. But you can, just as in life, there can be people who are like that, who are violent or controlling um, and overly aggressive. That's not to say that on the other side, they couldn't still be that very same way. So I think the possibility exists that it's not necessarily something evil that is there, but you know, there's, it could be something dark that maybe was living once somebody saying, get out of my house more so feels to me like it's someone who was a bad person in life and is a bad person on the other side and is still as forceful and controlling as they were here but they're over there and that's 
just as bad as a living horrible person. It, it, it's just, I mean, it can be just as bad as sometimes, you know, uh, what people will jump to where they say it's something negative or demonic or whatnot. Sometimes I think the living human type spirits can be just as dark. I mean, you look at serial killers and horrible people. They're the personification of evil. Uh, you know, sometimes worse than what any evidence shows to of being demons out there. There's living people who have been just as dark and horrible as, as what you would consider something that's that's demonic or whatnot. Yeah. So there, it could have been a living person. That's dead, but still on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story with us. We do greatly appreciate it. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, please support us. Become an EPP, an extra podcast person. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. It's only $5 a month to be an EPP. You get all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, uh, ebook, audiobook, tons of extras for you. Check it out, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. For Harper and all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruski. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.